Ah, there it is. Too early in the damn morning, man. It's the music. And that means it's a Thursday edition of The Middle. Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays. And uh, we got a lot to discuss today. A lot of football stuff. We'll even get into some of the Sixers stuff from last night's uh, pitiful effort and ending. That ending uh, was we, horrible. Oh, it's just brutal. But, uh, I mean, we might, we might even spend 10 seconds on the Flyers. Uh, about five seconds on the Major League Baseball lockout. But most of it will be devoted to football. We've got a couple of guests coming on. we got Martin Frank, who covers the Eagles for the Wilmington News Journal. Follow him on Twitter at MFrankNFL. He'll be on at 1230. But leading into him is a very special guest who's been on this show before. Mark McMillan, former Eagle defensive back. My God, and Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse, of course. We're, we can even talk a little Alabama with him as they've got their big game against Georgia this week. But we'll talk a lot of Eagles, and he's got a special event uh, to promote in the area coming up on Sunday. Uh, in case you're looking for something else to do while you're watching the Eagles-Jets game. And I'm going to discuss my Sunday with that as well today. Because <laughs> as you can see, I've got my thermal on today. I'm heading out immediately after the show to play golf today with some very special people. Well, it's but, not that bad out there. It's probably, what, 60 today? 50 no, today? no, 60. Where are you? <laughs> In fact, where? yeah, well, that's a very good question, where, where to start today, because I was trying to locate you this morning to discuss the show, and, and I love, this is, this is great. I love how Barrett goes, didn't you see my text? And I'm like, what text? I just sent you. You just sent it like 15 minutes ago. I've been trying to contact you for over an hour and a half. Yeah, you you text me at 918. I had just woke up at 9 o'clock. The only reason I woke up is because oh, the dog, man. The oh dog my... wakes me up, bro. Nine Thank God for that dog, in. or you might not even be here right now. I still, I did set my alarm clock for 930. How, how can you stay up in bed so late? Well, it, because I went to bed late, late last night. Okay. I mean, late. Well, you, you know, in like... fact, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even that I was watching. Um, thing. It was. It's actually um kind of bad. Uh, I want to um, you know, send you know my my thoughts and prayers are with my family right now, especially my mom, uh, my mother's brother, my oh. uncle. Um, he's been battling cancer for twenty years, and ten years ago they said he only had one more um year to live. Well, you know, nine years later, ten years later, you know, he's still here, but he's 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 on a you know his um. He's going through it, you know. He's he might be scoring his last touchdown, um, you know this this probably around about now, man. Oh, is so, that right? Know, it's it's been it's been real tough on uh, the family and oh, especially I'm my sorry, mother. Sorry you know? to hear that. Yeah, so I was up, yeah. you know, going back and forth with my brother. He was up there and my cousins, you know. So it was kind of tough, you know, like last night. Okay, That's all, you know. So so you were up late. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. See now I can't see now I can't hammer you. <laughs> See, you, you just put up, you just put up the ultimate shield. But see that that's that's a great that's a great you know transition into that. You know you you made it you made it easy for me to transition into that because I was gonna say it anyways. You know. Oh, just, okay. So my mom, uh, you know, she she's she's feeling it right now. So. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that, yeah, it's terrible. He's the oldest. He's the older brother too. My mom's okay. the middle sister, and she's the oldest. So. Okay. You know, my family's going through it right now. 
All right. Well, thoughts and prayers. I feel Appreciate bad. It, now I feel it. bad. Now, you know, now the whole tone of the show is to, has now changed because I was all fired up to lay into you. And, and I was even telling Xander that next week during the bye week, which is going to be mo- one of the most boring weeks of oh, the entire year. I mean, coming off a jet game, going into the bye week is an absolute. It's like it's like a like a funeral. It really it's is a, for the football season. We're all mourning. We're all mourning. Yeah, we're going to wear black all next week. No question. You know? um, and they, and they better win. They, they better, better win. win. And they bet. They not only better win, Barrett. They better win convincingly. Right. In my right. in my view. Exactly. Uh, for this uh, for the conversation, or like they say today, the narrative yeah. uh, to change <laughs> next week as we head into nothing but division games for the rest of the season and hopefully a playoff game. Uh, but you are correct. Well, you're almost correct. It's going to go up to 56 on my uh, on my weather app here today. So it, it will be pretty nice. But I still will need the thermal oh, underneath no the shirt oh, no yeah. because there will be a wind out there. So I don't I don't want to have this being too. Look at this. Oh, wait a second. What's, what's this? up, Mark? He's what's checking in on, early. <laughs> wait a second. Early. About the I see you guys talk about the weather out here. Out there, man, it, it is nice and sunny out here, man. We're getting ready to do a little nice little photo shoot with my guys over at Earn Your Booze. It's probably going to be like 80 degrees here today in Arizona. Oh. What is the weather like back there in Philly, man? Because I got to come out there next tomorrow. It's actually 50, a nice man. day today. It's going to be in the mid-50, mid to upper 50s here today, Mark. Bro, you enjoying weather out there, you, Seth? I mean, it seems like that's where all the former Eagles go. They go to Arizona. So I'm I'm, I'm past due. I'm, I probably need to move to Arizona, right? We all need to move to Arizona. We all need to move to Arizona. Trust me. Yes. This guy here belongs in Scottsdale. That's where it is. Okay? You look like a Scottsdale guy. You exactly look like right. Guy. <laughs> well, Mark, we were going to have you on at noon. Now, what? What are you? Uh, did things change? Have, has your schedule changed? Because I know you got to. This is the busiest guy. Uh, as far as a retired football no player, man, he's got stuff going on all day, every week. He's got photo shoots. He's got to hop on a jet to come here to the East. He's got his big <laughs> event here this Sunday during the Eagles game. So what, what has the, has the clock changed today already? Yeah, things have changed already, man. Uh, you know, I, I have to do my ESPN segment, uh, today at 10 30. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm doing a photo shoot right now for my brand, uh, Gorilla McMillan along with my partners from Earn Your Booze. As you can see, I'm rocking my gear. Right. So, you know, I just got I, I to fit in where I can get in, man. I appreciate you guys Let me just pop in all of a sudden. But uh, like I said, I, I'm, I'll be in Philly uh, tomorrow morning. I get on the plane to come back east. But, you know, here uh, in Arizona, I got to take care of a couple of business deals and make things happen, man. So it's all – and one thing about it, it's all for a good cause and for our live program that Barrett is also a, a big part of and helped me out with a couple of months ago in Philly. Yeah, you no did question. that football camp, didn't you, Barrett, a couple yep, of months yep, ago with there. Mark? Yeah. You know, I, 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 I even got coached, you know what I mean? One of the guys out there, you know, started coaching me on how to coach these kids. So, you know, it was, it was intense, man. You know, I, I, I had a great time, great time. You know, that's what Mark does, man. You know, he, he's always doing something to help somebody else, man. And, you know, that's, that's, one, that's, that's one of the good things about having teammates like him, man. I appreciate you, Mark. I definitely appreciate you, bro. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, this Sunday he's going to be out at uh, another place that I love, uh, one of my, my other partners, X Golf in Garnet Valley, uh, from noon to 4 p.m. Uh, for his Grillin McMillan Celebrity X Golf Classic. They're going to have uh, beat the pro competition, longest drive, closest to the pin, uh, even Boston Scott <laughs> merchandise for sale. That's a very fine 
clothier, golf clothier. Um, I've got a lot of their stuff, drink specials and uh, per- percentage of the proceeds benefit the lift up program that you just talked about. So Sunday from noon to four. Now I love how you're having this up against this jets game because you realize that this is going to be one of the worst games of the season. So people need a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, when I looked, I was like, what's a good month I can do it in? I know it's a little cold, so we, we linked up with X-Golf. I said, they're playing the Jets. Right. I said, you know, are people, you know, are people really going to go down the turnpike and go down there and, and watch the Jets and the Eagles? I don't think so. Uh, so I was like, hey, you know, let's put together some. It's indoors. Uh, it's for a great cause. Um, I'll actually be uh, grilling some. Uh, I'll have some chicken. I have my seasons on sale as well. Uh, that's going to be there. So X-Golf is a great opportunity uh, to come on out, it's indoors. Yeah, uh, we have food, we have drinks, we have prizes, and we'll be uh, we'll, we'll encourage people to bring an unwrapped toy. Sure. So what we're going to do with those unwrapped toys when I come back for the Washington, uh, well, d- whatever they call the skins or Washington WFT. football team, WFT you know, when they play WTF. the Eagles, I'll be back in town, yeah. and we're going to go to the Boys WTF. and Girls Club, and we're going to gift these kids with all the toys that we that we get for from Sunday. So. And proceeds go back to the lift program. We'll be giving toys back to the Boys and Girls Club in Philadelphia. So we're not fattening our pockets at all. It's Christmas. We're all about giving. Um, if I got to be Brother Santa Claus this weekend, I got to be Brother Claus. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's great, man. You know, so, you know, you doing that stuff, man, you know, just goes to show, you know, what type of guy you are, man. But you also coach a lot of guys also, coach a lot of kids. You know, you coach your son. You know, how did, how's that going for you? I was going good. I just got a text message uh, from Trey Bug, who's actually the starting cornerback for Air Force, uh, who was just selected to the honorable mention, uh, uh, big, big, uh, big West uh, team. So I'm excited about that. I've been knowing Trey since he was like seven years old. Congrats, and, you know, man. to see this young man just mature, uh, you know, when he was coming out of high school, you know, he wasn't highly recruited. He was a three star guy. And, you know, when he went to Air Force, everybody's like Air Force. But knowing when this guy graduates, and he's already graduated. He's going to be – we're probably going to be working for him. Uh, you know, so he's setting himself up for if it doesn't happen in the National Football League, he's going to have a degree that's going to carry him so far, you know, graduating from the Air Force Academy. Um, you know, so for me, as a, as a coach, as a as an uncle, we always call our, you know, a very – you know, every brother, you know, that's growing up, we're nephews and uncles. So yeah, no it, it's exciting, man, to see him on, on TV and see him uh, get the accolades that he deserves and – uh, I know Bear covers a lot of football. Uh, Kwame Lasseter's son, uh, KJ Lasseter, who's a wide oh, yeah. receiver from KU. Kansas, uh, yep. You know, who was like in the top five in receiving Kansas history, and he walked on. Uh, so to, to be able to see kids like that, um, you know, obviously Kwame, Kwame's not here with us today, but I yeah. know he's looking down on his son and, and really proud. He has a, another son, Quentin Lasseter, who's also on the squad as well. Also so the, squad, yep. the Lasseter tradition, man, continues at KU. So being able to see these kids and have an opportunity to play on Sunday, man, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, and Kay, you got that big win over Texas a couple of weeks ago, man. Yeah, yeah, I know you saw that. But speak before we get to the Eagles, since you're talking about you know some college stuff, Alabama, Georgia, Saturday afternoon. I know you're going to be dialed in. Uh, they're a six, six and a half point underdog. How do they beat this uh, incredible defense of Georgia? Um, you know, you just got to run the ball. You know, we're down to one scholarship running back. And, you know, that, that's going to that's gonna be real tough for us. Yeah, Alabama's down to one scholarship running back uh, on the roster. So it's going to be everybody on deck. Uh, you know, it starts up front. Auburn was kicking our tail up front. Uh, our left, left tackle was getting demolished. Uh, you know, Auburn was, was really getting after. So Georgia have the same kind of defensive front. They can really get after the ball. 
Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not really sold on their quarterback. Um, you know, right. I know he's he's a Me young either. guy, and everybody's talking about how good Georgia is, but he hasn't faced the pressure that he's going to face this week, and it's a championship game. And you know, Kirby is known to get his little booty hole a little tight, you know, <laughs> in, in the big game. So it, it's going to yeah. be an exciting game. Um, this would probably be a, a national tight national championship type atmosphere. Um, I know Michigan uh, kind of shook everybody up. You know, I, I, I didn't I didn't think they were going to dominate Ohio State like they did. And you know they've been they've been playing really good all year. Cincinnati is on the outside looking in. Um, so the, the the playoff picture is wide open. So if Alabama loses, do you take them out of the playoff picture? That's going to be a good question. Or you know do they deserve to be over at Cincinnati with a no loss? Well, you know hopefully they they're going with no losses. So it's going to be an exciting game, man. It's SEC football. This is what you go to Alabama and Georgia for to play in mm-hmm. games like this. That's unbelievable, man. You know, so you got uh you got Texas and Oklahoma kind of sneaking their way into the SEC, man. How do you think they'll do coming out? Because Mizzou, they stayed where they were when they first got in there at the bottom of uh the SEC. Do you think Texas and Oklahoma have a chance to go up and you know be one of the the, the guys that can you know take take the place of LSU and and Ole Miss? It, it's tough to say because we're every year we're like Texas has the most talent. They have the best high school football. Everybody's bragging about how good Texas football is. But it's not panning out on the football field, and it's not panning out in their recruiting. Uh, you know, I know this is Sark's uh, first year there. Um, you know, he's going to have to get his guys in there. But I don't see a team coming in, taking over a powerful LSU or or Alabama or even a Texas A&M. You know, Texas A&M came in, and they had to take their lumps too. Yep. And, and they finally figured it out. But I don't see a Texas coming in and just being really competitive in the SEC Oklahoma, I see them having a better shot. Um, it depends on who the coach is uh, because they're an established program. They've been in the big games year in and year out. They recruit really well. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Uh, Texas basketball is good, so, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they can compete in basketball. <laughs> Folks are asking on the stream if Mark is on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, he is. He's on Twitter at Mark McMillan 29 and on Instagram at McMillan 29 now, 29 is my favorite number. Is that is that what I suggest? Or, you know, why why you have 29 on there? Because that's my number. Um, <laughs> and, and, well, in high school, I was 22. Then I went okay. to junior college. I was number 41 with a jury curl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need a 20, I need a picture I was of that. With, 41 with a jury curl, and then you know I get I get recruited to Alabama, and I'm like, okay, I want to get number 22. And somebody, some guys like, hey, you know, I want number 22. They say the only number they have available is 26. Now, when you think of 26 at Alabama, for me, I thought of Bobby Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. They gave me that number. They were like, you know who wore that number? I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a little bit extra pressure. And here I was, you know, the first couple of weeks sitting on the bench wearing Bobby Humphrey's number. And Bobby's like, why is my number sitting on the pine? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, then I go to I go to uh, Philly and I'm thinking like, OK, I'll get number 26. And Ben Smith had number 26. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He so played. I was like, well, sure. I know Ben ain't giving up 26. So they was like, what well, only thing we got is left is 29. I was like, well, that is my birthday, you yeah. know, April 29th. And, you know, let's just roll with two nine. There you go. Way, man. Like I said, bro, you've done amazing things in that 29. I can remember I first got there, man. They looked at you like, all right, you know, what are they going to do with him? All you did was go out there and make plays. <laughs> That's all you did was go out there and make plays, man. I first get in the locker room. I look over there and said, 
that's Mighty Mouse over there, ain't it? I'm like, yeah, okay. You had already made a name for yourself, man. Yeah. I already made a name for yourself. Yeah. And like, you know, if, you know, playing in Philadelphia, I know I'm real critical on the players, but as fans, that's what we do. You know, in Philadelphia, if you don't perform well and we're spending our hard-earned money to watch you and, and I'm flying thousands of miles to watch you and sitting in the stands in the cold, I need some I need some better performance than that. Right. And, yeah. And, you know, it's and it was the same way when we played. If I if I didn't have a good game, you don't think people were getting on me? Heck right. yeah. So these players are a little softer now. Um, you know, they need to have a little bit thicker skin. Um, I see the Eagles did, you know, they showed off some money over the last couple of weeks. You know, you shored up the nickel spot. Um, you shored up the tight end spot. Uh, you shored up one of the linebacker spots as well. So those are three pieces. Uh, those are their guys, uh, you know, that they kind of shored up. But I'm still not sold on the linebacker play. Mm-hmm. And I, I know my young the young man has been having a good the last three weeks. He's been TJ Edwards. Yep, TJ Edwards uh, playing but, well. You know, and, and Devonta Maddox. I'm a I'm a huge fan because he's a small guy. Uh, he's a scrappy guy. But that's just the way that the salary cap is. These guys are getting Brinks money. And I don't think he has an interception all year. Maybe one. We were born <laughs> way too early, man. We were born way too early. They're getting away money, man. Like, a backup made more than I made in one year yeah. my entire career, bro. Mm-hmm. A backup. I, I, I will say uh, Darius Slay is living up to the to the billing of late. Oh, um, yeah. You know, he, he's handling. I know you broke it down about the defense. Uh, I saw that a couple of weeks ago, how you yep, broke it yep. down about the, the positions that they're putting these guys in. And, and Slay has been making big-time plays. And, and, and critical situations, and that's what he get paid for, you yeah. know. And that's what we've been waiting to see from from him. Like, when is this guy going to make some some big time plays? When is he going to go guard the number one guy and shut that guy down for sixty minutes? That's what I want to see. And over the last couple of weeks, he's been making a believer out of me because he's not only making plays, he's scoring touchdowns. Right. Well, I know you saw last week's game, and uh, Jalen Rager is very fortunate that that game was on the road, Mark. Can you imagine if that was at home or back in the old vet where you you played and he makes that play at the end of the game, the booze would have come raining down? I saw saw a lot of tweets. They would start comparing him to Nelson Aguilar. I was (laughs) like, oh, my goodness. They brought up Nelson Aguilar, but – you, this was the top guy coming out mm-hmm. of, you know, this was their guy. This was their speed guy. And I always say fast guys really don't have good hands. <laughs> it's almost like they say about defensive backs. They play defensive back for a reason. Uh, you know, this guy has been wide open and dropping passes like, come on, bro. You're getting paid just to catch a football that you've been doing all your life and you can't make the big plays. And I kind of turned the game around, you know, with those with those drops he made. And, you know, so Rager, I hope he ain't listening to the radio. I hope he ain't listening to uh, looking at the looking at the TV. He needs to focus up. He needs to stay after practice. He needs to go before practice. Get on the jug machine and catch as many balls as you can. Don't worry about going home and worry about, you know, hanging out with your friends and and tweeting pictures of yourself pregame. I see all these guys doing that. Focus on your freaking job because. If he has one more bad year, he can be out of the league. Mm. There's no question about that, you know. And 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 there lies the problem, man. You know, honing in on your craft, man. And I remember doing countless hours after practice, honing in on my craft, making sure I'm doing. Even with you know this 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 you know radio, TV, and and, and games that I, I always try to get better at my craft, you know. And and you know it's, it's it's funny, you know. I don't think kids get you know get as focused as they should be going into these games, man. What do you see as far as the big thing on how this team needs to beat the Jets, man? What is what do you think is their number one thing 
to, to beat this Jets if you're Nick Sirianni? Um, consistency. Um, you know, the last, you know, before the Giant game, they ran the ball really well. Then we get Miles back, and it seemed like it just goes back to the, the, the old Eagles. I was like, right. that should be a plus having Miles back. You know, Boston Scott is now the guy now. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's it's like they were going to get, you know, Boston Scott is playing out his years, and it's like, well, maybe we might need to keep Boston Scott around. Uh, maybe Miles did something to the coach that they don't like uh, because I don't think they use him in the same uh, capacity as they use the other running backs. And I know Jalen made some really bad throws. Uh, you know, obviously Rager didn't help him out uh, catching the ball, but you have to run the ball consistency and stay with it. Um, you know, I'll go back to the Auburn game with Alabama. They only gave maybe a yard, half a yard, but they kept being consistent, running the ball. And, you know, they, they should have won the game. Right. You know, so, right. You know, the Eagles need to stay consistent, stay who, who they are um, and just run the ball and give Jalen an opportunity to be successful. Because I don't think he had any deep balls. Besides, well, the ones Rager dropped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate you, man. You know, because like I said, bro, yeah, we're right on the cusp, man, of making that transition into being a good team if we continue to do the things that we do best. Don't let people dictate to us what we need to do. We right. need to dictate to them going forward. You know, and I think that's a big plus. You know, we got away from this last game. Hopefully – it shows now that, you know, we're going to keep doing that. Yeah. Well, if we can't beat the Jets, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, forget well, forget come, about if you, playoffs. If, if you're not going down to the Meadowlands to go to get Jake, come to X-Golf. Right. I'll be there. I'll be I'll be cooking. I'll have some season there. Um, my business partner will earn your booze. We're going to have some swag that we're going to be giving away as well. So it's all for a good cause, man. So I'm looking forward to going back east. Well, we always earn our booze on this show, Mark. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> you we earn your booze? Come on, well, man. We, on. It's my guy right here, man. Yeah, we earn our booze this on this. my man, Justin, right here. We earn your booze. You see there the There he is. Right hey, what's up? What's going on, Justin? Good morning. going to make us uh, or help us earn some whiskey today. So Dude, there we go. I love that. There we go. Some rye. That's a great beard you got working there, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> you know, due to the whiskey, of course, a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a, bur- I'm uh, a bourbon guy. My man likes guy. the whiskey now. He likes oh, the whiskey. Yeah. That's my thing. That's me. <laughs> We're going to be giving away one of these with Mark in the next couple of weeks. It's out of Baltimore, Sagamore. It's the rye. It's very, very good stuff. All right. I love the rye, yeah. too. Whiskey. I don't know. I think <laughs> Bourbon or the rye. Hey, Mark, I got one more for you. What um, you got? Have you seen enough of uh, Jalen Hurts to know that he's the guy? And if not, what do you need to see down the stretch against the division games uh, to make you think he is the, the, the real quarterback for this team? Uh, like I said, it, it's uh, obviously the, the Redskins look like they're playing uh, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Giants is just eh, you never know which Cowboy team is going to show up. Um, you know, I know Jalen, you know, he's up and down. And, you know, that's that's coaching. That's what we talked about, uh, you know, from week one. Uh, he needs to be put in a, a better position to be successful. Um, he, he owns up to his mistakes. Uh, he doesn't shy away from uh, the, the cameras or or. He takes the blame when, when the team loses, as a quarterback should. Uh, but, you know, uh, Smith is the number one guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know we draft all these re- receivers, and we have all this speed on the outside. And Devontae, you got to remember, this guy's a rookie. You know, he should still be playing. At, he should be playing, getting ready to play an SEC championship game right. uh, tomorrow, <laughs> you, know, and, you know, on Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, those are the, and that's the comfort zone that Jalen has is that's his security blanket. And defenses are starting to pick that up, and they're starting to, you know, 
be a little bit more physical, starting to double team Smith a little bit more, and forcing Rager and all those guys to have one on one coverage, and they got to beat that. All right, Mark, we appreciate a couple of minutes, man. Enjoy your photo shoot today and uh, have a safe travels back to the East Coast. And uh, hopefully uh, some folks come out and see you on Sunday from noon to four at X Golf in Garnet Valley. Uh, they're going to have all kinds of golf competitions. You can watch the birds game there while you're doing it. Uh, bring an unwrapped uh, toy and that uh, will go to the Boys and Girls Club to enter the party. And all the, uh, the, the proceeds go to the lift program. So X Golf in Garnet Valley on Sunday with Grillin McMillan. Thanks so much, man. I uh, appreciate, appreciate it, man. And I'll have my seasons and spices out there as well as too, man. So come on out. And part of the proceeds, every time I sell a spice or season, goes back to the lift program. So you're not only just buying the seasoning, you're actually helping out our foundation as well. Fantastic. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks a lot, man. All right, bud. There he is, Mark <laughs> McMillan. I love that guy, man. Uh, uh, total energy all the time. Absolutely. Man. You know, he Absolutely. made it easy to play with him, bro. He, he's, he's one of those guys that you didn't have to worry about anything. He's going to bring his A game every single time. Right. And, then, you know, he, he earns his booze. Yep. And we, <laughs> exactly. appre we appreciate that. <laughs> that's that's exactly. awesome. How about that dude popping in there with that bottle of bourbon? That was right. pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe Mark can bring some of that home. You know? Right, you know, I'm all about that. Right, it's now you're, you're still ex expecting your case of uh, stateside, right? Yeah, man, you know, I yeah. need to get infused, man. Yeah. I need to be infused, man. So I'll be, in, I'm, I'm going to need to be infused definitely being in Missoula, Montana. To keep today. warm. Yeah. yeah, bro. Right. But it's not, it's not, it's not going to be that bad. Oh, it's, it's not? Game time's going to be 35. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty <laughs> tropical for the up there at that this time of year. I would right. Imagine. I was thinking it's gonna be minus twelve or something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But hey, thirty five. I can. I'll just have some gloves on. I'll have a trench on. You know. I'll. I'll right. I'll make sure I'm. I'm, I'm very warm in that game. Do guaranteed. we have? Uh, do we have supply chain issues? Is that why you can't get your stateside vodka? Is that? Is, is that? that the, the, you know. No, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Xander might be able to address this in the in the chat. Yeah. Come on now, Xander. <laughs> Let me know what's going on, bro. You know. I mean, I'm, you know, maybe it's at your front door. You slept in today. Maybe it's already there and you, you missed the delivery. I hope so. I hope that's the case, man. <laughs> I haven't been outside yet. You know what no. I mean? No. I'm, no, I'm actually, I'm really babysitting this dog, man. That's the only reason why I'm up, you know, before then. I'm babysitting this dog. She's asleep right now. Oh, right yeah? Yoki. Yeah, she's asleep right now. Now, is this the dog that's been on the show before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good-looking dog. <laughs> what kind of dog What kind of dog is that again? Is that a mix? It's, 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 a, it's a poodle. No, it's just a miniature oh. poodle. Oh, a miniature poodle. I just woke her up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't, oh, didn't you have another dog uh, I got, at one point? I got was two more dogs. Yeah, yeah, it was another dog on the show. Big I dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got two. Uh, I got a bully, and then I got a half pit, half bully. Right. They're not wow. bullies, though. They're, they're. I, I, I would say, I would say, if you look at them, they look the part. They look mean. Right. But they'll lick you to death. My I mean, brother-in-law, uh, my wife's brother, has a mix. They just got. It's a bulldog and a beagle. What mixed, and you should see this dog. It's the coolest looking dog you've ever seen, man. That's just a loud, that's a loud, that's a loud, mean dog or something. Monstrous <laughs> paws on this thing, and it's a puppy. It's real low to the ground, obviously, because both of the breeds are low to the ground kind of dogs, but man, it's it's really fucking it's really cool looking. <laughs> you know, I saw this, I saw this dog in a dog park um this summer. Mm -hmm. Half Rottweiler and half Great Dane. Oh wow, that had to be so huge. It had the height of the Great Dane. Of the Great Dane, but had the body 
of a bulldog and the head, the of head a of, Rottweiler. Uh, of a Rottweiler. Yeah, I like the Rottweilers, man. It was a what are you doing? It was an amazing looking dog, man. Yeah. Amazing looking dog. Yeah, man. the Great Danes would be a little too big for me to handle. I, I oh, can't yeah. have yeah. I can't have like a pony walking around my house. <laughs> Seriously. I can't have a dog being eaten more than I eat. You know what Ex- I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's enough trying to feed me. I'm not, I'm not trying to feed another one of me. You know what I mean? You're not kidding. Yeah, it's, that gets expensive too. Yeah. Now, did, did you see? I don't know if you noticed this, uh, but in the chat, we have a New Zealand fan. What on the chat? Now I haven't seen. Maybe uh, they've been in here before, and I just missed them. There we go. We got it highlighted up there. Thanks, Sander. Okay. Pleased to be with you, lads, all the way from New Zealand. Okay, NZ Philly fan. That, how cool is that? That is what's up, man. We appreciate you watching, man. Appreciate yeah. you watching. So they're, they're, he's Zealand. a Kiwi. He or she is a Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're known as. I think that's pretty cool. I'd <laughs> like to be known cool. as a Kiwi. I love their dance. You know, they do like their war dance before they go out and um, like for soccer games and, 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 um, and those. Um, what, what is that? The haka? Yeah. 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 When they, they do that, you know. Yeah. For the rugby team and stuff. Yeah. For right? rugby and stuff. Yeah. My boy, you know, my boy, uh, uh, Chris Kimowatu. Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's, he's, he lives in, he's from um, LA, but his, his, you know, parents and everything from um, Samoa, you know, okay. not, not New Samoa, but, the, you know, from American Samoa. Old, yeah. Um, and they do that. He did that before every game. I used to get so hype, man. I mean, yeah. hype, hype, hype. That dance, you know, and he's doing a little dance. So my daughter was like, at the time when I was playing, my daughter's like five years old. And he starts doing the dance. Mm-hmm. And my daughter starts doing the dance too, man. It was amazing, bro. Amazing. Yeah. So she, she taught my daughter how to do it. Vi does that dance yep. too. Yeah, yep. yep. He's pretty good yep. at it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's pretty cool. It gets me <laughs> fired up too. Yeah, I was fired up, man. I'm ready yeah. to go play, man. I'm ready to yeah. run through a brick wall, man. So. Yeah, and it takes a lot to get me fired up. <laughs> well, you, hey, you know what? You you said to your guns, man. You said you cannot watch a Jets game. Yeah, you're just not going to watch the Jets game. Huh? Well, this is. I'll tell you when we're on the other side. We got to take okay, a short right. time out, uh, and we'll get into that and a whole bunch more. There's another thing here on this on this chat, uh, the stream that I was going to hit on. Uh, but then Mark jumped in early, but uh, we have to hit on this. It, it's regarding another quarterback uh, from something that happened yesterday. We'll discuss it. The The stream is already talking about it. They're way ahead of us as usual. And we'll try to catch up in the next half hour. Martin Frank, who covers the Eagles uh, uh, for the Wilmington News Journal, will join us at 1230. Between then, it's just me and Barrett and a whole lot of football stuff and the chat. We'll be back in three right here on the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hard-working American, 
You've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fot. What's that? Huck and Fot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Thanks to Mark McMillan for jumping in. And uh, Martin Frank coming up at 1230. But yesterday I saw this on, on Twitter and Adam Schefter does a hit locally here in Philly on uh, my former radio station in the mornings, I believe, once a week. So every you know week he's sort of got to come up with stuff, I guess, that's, you know, Philly centric, at least to get people talking. Right. And. Yesterday it came out that I don't know if he was just hypothesizing, connecting dots because the Eagles have all these draft picks. Seattle's in a bad way. They're going to miss the playoffs and things are going downhill rapidly for Russell Wilson in Seattle. You know, it's been talked about that he might seek a change of scenery anyway. That's been out there for a while and just connecting dots or if he actually heard something uh, from some of Russell's people that indicated that he would consider waiving a, you know, whatever no trade clause that he has to come to Philadelphia. I did see that. Now, did I you did see, see that. that. You so know, I, yeah, it, it, it wasn't specific on where the information was coming from, whether he was just guessing that he might do it. Right. Or was it just because, you know, at this point, the, you know, the rubber might've hit, you know, hit the road because this is the first time that, they won't have a, a, a double-digit win season. First time he's been hurt throughout the season, didn't play all 16 games. Right. There's a lot of first times um, that's going that, that went went on this year that he hadn't had um, – he hadn't faced before. Right. So maybe, you know, the head coach, you know, might be thinking about retiring, you know, because he's old. You know, those are all things that were, you know, thrown up in the air. So I don't know where this information came from. 
Yeah. But, I mean, if that's the case, you know, I'm not mad. No, I'm not either. I mean, it, it's not like you have to get rid of Jalen Hurts. Right. You know what I'm saying? He could still stay here, but it'll be in the capacity the Eagles draft him to be in, and that'll be as a backup. Right. But, and... you know, there, there's no question – it would definitely improve this team. This team will get instant credibility and be a top team in the uh, in the NFL, not just in the in the in the um, our division, but right. in the NFL, in the NFC. It definitely upgrades us, and it'll make us a better team. Now, is the you know the defensive side of ball ready to mm-hmm. take the reins and become you know the yin to that offense's yang if he does come? Well, that's that's That'll the thing, problem. you know. What would it cost you? And you know, I don't know if I'm willing to give up all three of those picks. Ah, da, da. If they indeed have three picks, you know, ah, da, two. Da, yeah. You give me two. Well, give me two, Utah. Give me two, two, and I might two, two, and he's 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 here. Three, right. uh, not so much. We need we need to get we need to get more talent in this in this locker room. Also, mm-hmm. we need an infusion of fresh blood. And you know, not necessarily. We know that. I mean, I'm I'm tired of beating my head against the wall as far as saying that they need a linebacker. We know they need a linebacker. They know they need a linebacker. Mm-hmm. But I doubt seriously they're going to draft somebody in the first round. But we do need another pass rusher. Somebody that can come in and generate pressure. Right. I think that's the biggest need this team needs is a pass rusher. Your guy from Purdue, perhaps. Purdue, or maybe the guy from Michigan. One of the two. Oh I yeah, see. and what they got two of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, one of those three guys would be. Perfect. They're not going to get up high enough now to get Thibodeau. I'm convinced of it. Since Miami is going on this win streak, that has kind of put that out out the window. They would do that, you know what I'm saying, just to screw us up, man. Mm-hmm. Just to screw us up. They've won you know? five in a row, and they'll probably beat the Giants this week and make exactly, it six. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then, and then Daniel we... Jones isn't playing, I don't think. He's not. I don't think so. See, that's it's not looking good. He got banged <laughs> up last week. Well, I mean, he didn't. we didn't do anything to him. He might have hurt himself running Maybe into the locker. Maybe he hurt himself in the shower or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Patting himself on the back for the right, right, you know, for right, the great right, performance yeah. and the big win. Yeah, yeah, he might have he hit a, you like that? Yeah, right. Yeah, a little little Kirk Cousins. But, yeah, I mean, jeez. You know, would that be a, would that be the worst of, of things? Give up two first-round picks and get Russell Wilson? Absolutely not. Because I don't I mean, think he's near done. I know he's looked bad in the last – he hasn't had a good year, and he's looked really bad since coming back from this injury. I still think the finger is bothering him. Well, can you imagine that run game mm-hmm. with him? You know, him going over the top. Right. You know, that 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 would be amazing, man, because with the run game, and that's what he had before. He had Marshawn Lynch. Right. So, of course, they're going to win, you know, double-digit games. He had Marshawn Lynch, and then, you know, you got to stop him. Then you go over the top, you know, with, with, with those speed that we have a wide receiver. Right. It'll be a match made in heaven. And then he would want to come here because, number one, they got a good tight end. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty good receiver in Smith. They have guys that he can make better yeah. and throw open. I mean, that's we, a- we need to get our Metcalf uh, for Smith, you know, because Smith is like a locket. Yes. You know, we need to get a Metcalf <laughs> to go along with our locket. Right, right, help right. Us nope. out, a veteran guy. When it, it, like we said yesterday, Robinson. From he the would be bears. Oh my goodness! How about and he that? just wanted Russell to come Wilson. here. Yeah, Russell Wilson, Robinson, and uh, Devonte Smith. Wow, that'd be pretty good, right? That'd be real good. Yeah, with the run again, with an offensive line like that, mm-hmm. it'd be amazing, bro. Amazing, you know. And, and, and don't get me all geeked up, man. Don't get me all geeked. Why up. not? Because because I, I 
I like on a plane to go to Montana. I mean, I don't want you going to sleep. <laughs> you got to watch film on the on the Grizz on I the do, way man. out there, right? I do, I do. That's what I do, man. Flying, I, I I log on and I watch. You know, I get the I get the the internet through the the plane, mm-hmm. and all I do is just watch games on my way there. You know, and, and break down film. I probably watch an average game. I watch each opponent. I watch five games, five of the latest games on each side. So that's 10 games total. Right. But then now where do you get this stuff? Like who sends this stuff to you? I get it off YouTube. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, did, I get everything off YouTube. Really? So, But that's not all 22 then, is it? Oh, it's not all 22. No. Okay. But I get enough of what I see. Like I love high end zone. High end zone. Is, is the perfect look for me. So, I mean, they have enough that, that I get to I get to see it and I break it down. I see what's going on. You know, I get pissed off sometimes because I can't see a replay or I can't go back, you know, like I would. I need a I need to get a pointer that works directly with YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, that I can, you know, re, you know, rewind and, you know, fast forward, you know, because, you know, it, 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 it becomes taxing. But when you love what you do, you love what you do, man. So I'll probably watch 10 games, you know, amongst both teams. And then, like, the night before and the day of, I'll just go in and watch just the highlights on it. You know, right. I, I watch the full games, t- all five full games of each team. And then I turn around, I watch the highlights of one or two games just to see the big plays. And that's where I get the big, you know, the numbers that are really making the plays. Right. Now, so. uh, do any of these teams, what, the Eastern Washington and um, Montana, Montana. Have, have any guys that might go to the uh, to the NFL? They do have a couple, man, that, that are talented. You know, like, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, Eastern Washington had Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. So, right, you know, they he, did. Yeah. So, you know, he, you know, he's still, he's still on the website and everything. But, uh, you know, like, like they're, they got a bunch of guys that will go in and, and they might make the practice squad. And, you know, and, I mean, they don't have a lot of big play guys, you would say, will make it to that next level. Uh, it'd be instant, you know what I'm saying, stars or high draft picks, put it like that. Right, I don't see right. any high draft picks. So I look at Montana, like their quarterback, Cam Humphreys. Yep. Cam Humphreys is, is, is you know, he's he's a functional quarterback. He'll be on a practice squad somewhere more than likely. Um, but they got some big receivers, you know, like they got Sam, Samuel Hakeem. He's mm-hmm. six foot four, 210. He can come in and make it to the squad, man. Pretty good speed. He's not a blazer, but he has pretty good speed. Probably runs like a four five or four six. Six foot four, two hundred ten pounds. He could take it to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm looking at um, um, Montana. They have a they have a linebacker, Marcus um, Wilner. All right, he's six two, two twenty five, but he's a stud linebacker. Man, yeah. he makes plays NFL? all day long. He'll be a scrappy guy. Gonna start off, you know. He reminds me of Singleton, not Singleton. Um, he Man- Manikavich. He's oh, a Manikavich. Tyler Manikavich from Temple. Yeah, from Temple. Well, yeah. he only played special teams when he, since he's gotten to the NFL. This kid will be the same way. Yeah, with Buffalo and Pittsburgh yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Well, so, Kevin Savard on the stream is like, "How about linebackers?" Because I mean, you know, we got a, no, that, a middle round linebacker, linebacker from Montana. We already that's have the, one from Montana State. That's where right. Singleton come, came from. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, look, when I look at um, Western, um, Western, um, I'm talking about Eastern Washington. I'm looking at their team. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, they're they're kind of small up front, 
but they do have some guys that can rush the passer, like you know, Mitchell Johnson. He can rush the passer, six right. foot three, two forty five, and he's a young guy too. You know, it's like a sophomore, freshman or sophomore. He'll be able to make it to that next level. I'm thinking because he he has a he has a motor that he he goes man. Um, you gotta have a, you gotta playing. have a motor if you're playing at the FCS level, man. Oh no question, you do you do yeah man. no doubt. Yeah, they um, want they want you to recruit these guys out there. Kevin Savard said, "Have him talk to to Barrett, talk to him about the Eagles, man." It wouldn't make no difference, man. I couldn't talk to him. If right. I did talk to him, Howie still wouldn't go take my advice. No, 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 absolutely not. Don't you, Matt Barrett? Don't you realize we don't draft linebackers? <laughs> oh man! Now, did you see the uh, the point spread for tonight's game? Dallas, of course, plays tonight, and it's, they're going to go up against uh, the running quarterback tonight. Right, All right, right. right. Uh, the the line actually went back in Dallas's favor a little bit. He'll be. It's up on. to six. It was Taysom, back down to forty four and a half. Now you know they say Taysom Hill's playing, so it goes up to six. Well, it's because Taysom Hill, man, he's just not a he's not a guy that's going to go out there and just blow you away from with his arm strength or. I mean, he he's he's just a guy's a running back with playing quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, it's like a Tebow you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So you expect a lot of little like gadget plays tonight, That's like all. Uh, direct snaps and stuff to Alvin Kamara, all exactly. that kind of stuff because he's going to play. Well, see, he's going to play, but he evens up the he evens up the you know the number count when you play against him because usually the quarterback if he just hands the ball as a passer. He takes he's out of the equation as far as being somebody that can, you know, um, really do something with the ball. Well, mm -hmm. he makes you account for him. So those 11 guys have to account for all 11 people on the field. Right. Usually when you're a quarterback, you just have to account for 10 people. Well, it's kind of like he, playing Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Really? Exactly. That's yeah. what it is. And when you're a defense, you have to account for him as a viable threat. You know, you have to play, you know, assignment correct football. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, back in the day when you used to, have the option play in the option you always have to tackle the fullback not just you know not just cover the fullback tackle the fullback tackle the running back then tackle the quarterback that was a responsibility whether they had the ball or not you would have to tackle them right at the line of scrimmage they were to doing keep, that you know, to Jalen last week the Giants exactly they exactly. were getting some licks in on him and that's after. you know and that comes with you know being a guy that's going to have the ball in his hands with the potential to run mm -hmm. he's going to take a beating because of that, because right. you in a, to play assignment correct football, you have to make sure that you're there to take your assignment. You got to take that fullback every single time or take that running back and tackle him every single time. When you don't do that, you don't play your assignment, that's when the big plays come. That's when Jalen Hurts will beat you for like 30 yards. That's right. when Taysom Hill will do the same thing. So, I mean, that's they're paying Taysom Hill a lot of money. I know. To be a, a, a third team quarterback. I wonder why it took them this long to put them in that position. They they gave him that contract back in the spring last year, and then they've already redone it already. Right, <laughs> and made it less. But he's still getting a you know pretty good amount of guaranteed money. You know, I think the total of his con contract now is still is still hovering around sixty million dollars. Well, that's that's all in though. He'll never yeah. see all that. No, no, yeah, no, no. that's that's window dressing. But still, though, does he do enough on the field to to garner that much money? We're talking about a guy no. that's going to come in on special. A special occasions for you know special situations yeah he sean payton loves 10 him or 12 yeah but he only get like 10 or 12 snaps a game you paying him all that money for 10 or 12 snaps a game i know i mean that's 
love and 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 being an idiot is two different things. Exactly. Man. Seems counterintuitive with a salary cap sport to me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He, he's not worth that much money for what his production is. Against us, he didn't have a snap. He uh, did not yeah, touch in, the, the field. in the game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right. Two two weeks ago. Didn't yeah, have a snap. And, I, and he was in uniform and he was active. That's what yes. I couldn't understand. They love this guy so much. And Simeon was struggling uh, until the fourth quarter when they put up those 15 points in four and a half minutes. And your buddy Barkan got all got all excited, uh, yeah, but outside of that, <laughs> Simeon, yeah, Simeon didn't do anything until then. So I'm like, where was Taysom Hill if you liked this guy so much? And you know what? And doesn't make any sense. I still think that it's going to be a tight game with Dallas. Going to be a real tight game tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Uh, Dallas will win. If if, if if Trevor Simeon was if he was playing, I believe they would have had a fair shot of beating them. Hmm. And I would have been locked down if he was starting that he would, you know, they would beat the Dallas Cowboys because they got everybody back. They got Alvin Kamara back. They got both their tackles back. The tackles. Yeah. I mean, they would beat them because, you know, Kamara is that good of an athlete. He's that good of a player. In fact, you know what? I still may, I still may. You're I think still, still, you're still be, picking the saints. I'm still picking the saints. I'm still See, it's going. just, it's your Dallas hate coming out. It is. You can't but, take you know, your heart out of it. But it's not necessarily – it's Kamora, man. He's that much of a threat. I mean, I, I sat mm-hmm. there and watched – well, when I watched him beat Seattle, I thought that was Seattle-Seattle. That's that's not the Seattle-Seattle I saw no. and I've seen the past couple of weeks. Seattle's bad, really bad. All right, now did you see uh, – I don't know if you read uh, Mike K's stuff this morning. Uh, NJ.com, he did, a, he did a piece on the Eagles and how the penalties have impacted – they're scoring how uh, Eagles offensive penalties have wiped out touchdowns and possibly cost them much more. And he went yeah. through, he went through all of them beginning with last week with the Herbig penalty that you and I have talked about uh, for a couple days now, but he, he went back into some of the other games, the game against Kansas city in week four, out of bounds, out of bounds play, you know, right. both out of bounds plays where the touchdowns got called back. Jalen Rager started it out against San Fran. Right. Ran out of bounds, ran in, you know, illegal touching. Then Smith did it the exact next week with Kansas City. He ran yep. out of bounds, came in, illegal touch, you know. Carolina, there was one that got wiped out. Then you got a touchdown, was wiped out with illegal man downfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're that was right. Lane it's, Johnson. That was Lane Johnson one time. That's a lot of, that's a lot of touchdowns that, you know, that don't, you know, get put in the stats that – were literally touchdowns with stupid penalties. Says stupid here, penalties. the Eagles have had 36 penalties on offense this season. Five of those flags have cost the Eagles touchdown drives. While the Eagles salvaged points with field goals on four of those drives, they essentially traded 35 potential points for 12. Wow. And he says here, that, and he's right, the Eagles have improved their penalty issue from the start of the season. But it's hard not to look at the nullified touchdowns and wonder what could have happened if those scores weren't taken off the board. Obviously, they would have won last week. That's for sure. But then I went and looked at at all the penalties for the NFL. The Eagles used to lead the league, and they are now the sixth most penalized team. Can you take a guess as to who is the most penalized team in the NFL? Dallas? Yes. 
I just bang. I hate them. Well, they had 14 <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day. Right. That Remember was Thanksgiving ridiculous. afternoon. They've now got 91 accepted penalties against them. The Eagles Damn. have have 80. Second are the Raiders, and they had 14 that day. That Thanksgiving Day game skewed all this stuff, man. Both oh, of those man. teams. It was ridiculous. We talked about how horrendous that was. It's Dallas at 91, and out of the 91, 19 are offensive holding penalties. Wow. 15 are false starts. The false starts drive me insane. Well, that's because, you. I mean, that's – a pre-snap penalty are the worst penalties because yep. you've done nothing <laughs> yeah. athletically to get that penalty. You know what I mean? Right. To me, it's a lack of focus. It is. That's all it, it is. It really is. But hold the on, Ra- Angry Al. Angry what? Al is saying that uh, Kamora's not playing. What? Are you kidding me? I heard he was playing. That's so did I. Well, Angry Al, this up. he's a cowboy guy, so maybe. Yeah, you know, I know he's a cowboy fan. Been known to him. He's ruled out already. Um. Oh, the Saints won't have star running back Alvin Kamara. Oh, come on! Wow, what? No, that's then. That's why that line moved. Yeah. Well, then now your prediction: Dallas wins. Oh, Dallas wins. Dallas and wins by and 10. Armstead's not playing either. They win by ten. Oh, at yeah. least at yeah. least. And this is from Ian Rappaport. Well, now I don't even have to watch it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Angry Al. Appreciate you, man. Uh, third most highest penal- penalized team are the Carolina Panthers, followed by the Cleveland Browns, the Chargers, and then the Eagles. Wow. With 80. For the Eagles, the most penalized, the, the most, the biggest area uh, outside of other is false starts. Yep. Yep. Those they only have nine offensive penalties. holding penalties. It's pretty crazy. I, think, I find that stuff interesting to look at. Like the, is, Vikings, the Vikings and the Jaguars. Are, have, you know how many uh, uh, false starts the Jaguars have? 22. Well, that's just, they're just not a disciplined team, period. You know, yeah, that's, that's why, bad coaching right there. I, and I believe that's why I don't think he makes it this year. I think he goes back to college football. You think you know, so? I think he goes back to college football this year. Well, man, he missed he missed the boat on USC, LSU, and probably Notre Dame. Notre Dame's probably going to hire that defensive coordinator. Well, you know, but still, though, you know, I mean, there there's somebody will let him in, somebody will want him. You know what I mean? He's just not. I, I, he I, he might take an, a hiatus like he did. Was it Ohio State or or Florida? Yeah. You know, for for uh, well, he claimed reasons. that was health health issues there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So look. The Saints, uh, Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, and Teron Armstead will be inactive tonight per sources. Wow. I don't even think they want to play. No. You know what I mean? They're at this point. They're like, you know what? We stink. Taysom Hill's playing. Trevor (laughs) Simeon stinks. My hamstring hurts. Coach. Right. Coach, I need another week, man. Right. Give me another. I can't go, coach. You can't put me out there with Taysom. Are you kidding right. me? I mean, at least at least give me a game time decision on Alvin Kamara. So Dallas right. has to think that he might play and then do the old uh, we worked him out on, on the field pregame and he can't go. He's a scratch. I, I'm surprised what you, it don't what are you telegraphing that stuff for? Bro, I'm surprised it even took, you know, um, 
you know, it only went the line went up two points. I would have thought of it more than that. And look, you look, Cooper's back. I mean, um, Amari uh, Cooper's, Cooper's back. CD Lamb, I think, is back too. CD Lamb is back. Yeah. They've got yeah. everybody. They'll be full straight. Dak's going to go off tonight. Oh, <laughs> and this will be probably be one of the. This will probably be one of uh, you know, uh, uh, Zeke's best games. Also, you think so? Yeah, he's going to be all this all day long too. Yeah, oh, all yeah. night. You know, he's going to be doing this, doing the cooking dance. I love that. <laughs> Remember when he jumped in the Salvation Army pot? Right. And he, yeah. <laughs> see, that's when Zeke. That's when Zeke actually used to make me laugh. You know, he'd wear the belly shirt. I think it was. It was one of his first years. Yeah, he'd wear the belly shirt. He jumped into the pot. That was awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I would love to jump in that Salvation Army pot <laughs> if I was a football player. The big old lineman ought to jump in there too. <laughs> I mean, that'd be amazing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, I need something to make me laugh tonight, bro. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to watch the game, man. I'll be in the air, I think. Yeah, yeah, bro. When do you get in? Um, like at nine thirty. Into Missoula or Denver? Yes. No, I get to Missoula. I get to Denver at five forty-five. Their time. Yeah, then I, my flight doesn't leave till seven fifteen. So that's like seven something this time. Yeah, that's two hours ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, two hours behind. Two hours right, behind. Right. So it's seven something in Eastern time. Yeah. So you get in at nine something. So that means it's eleven something Eastern time. Yes. That game might be over. It will be over. Yeah. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed. That stinks. Appreciate the, uh, the 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 you know the good look there, uh, Angry Al. Appreciate you, bro. That's great. That's great intel by you. Yeah. If intel. I was a bet man, I would have needed that. Yeah. All right. Kevin Savard said, watch the officials tonight. That'll make you laugh, Harry. Yeah, <laughs> it has. It has. It's tough to watch. Oh, All, right. Tough. All right. In the next half hour, we got to get into this Sixers stuff from last night because I know you were dialed in on your yeah. boy Shake. You were texting me about Shake. <laughs> I'll tell you. Get you to text me back about the show in the morning is impossible, but you're texting me about Shake Milton for God's sake. Right. <laughs> I was on the treadmill at 7:30 watching the stupid Flyers. Oh, were you? Yeah, I, I didn't even see the Flyers. I oh, God, they stink. Why? I they're, thought they're was, awful. I heard they're trying to get rid of their uh, get rid of everybody now. Oh yeah, they're gonna yeah. try to trade Giroux, get him to waive his no trade. Yeah, I think they are. I think that might have been a couple years too late. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll be back in three. Don't forget, we got uh, Martin Frank, covers the NFL, covers the Eagles, coming up at 12.30. Lots to do right here on The Middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, A rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fot. What's that? Huck and Fot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back to the middle. Second hour of the show. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. And uh, I know you were watching the Sixers last night. Um, your thoughts on a otherwise ugly loss against Boston. Pretty brutal. Embiid, it's, re- it's weird about Embiid. I mean, I know he's, you know, he's coming back trying to ramp up his, uh, his endurance and so forth from the COVID thing. But he, it's weird. Like, he came back that first game against Minnesota. I think it was Saturday night. Yep. And had an unbelievable game. Scored 42 points. Uh, shot like 12 of 23 from the field, which is okay. Got that free throw line 17, 18 times. And then the next couple games, you know, he's been awful from the field. It's like he has no legs. Well, that's and what it I, is. And I read into some of this stuff where this is sort of common, where these guys can come back from this and have one game initially when they come back that they're, they're pretty good. And then they kind of flatten out again for a little while. Well, it's you weird. know, they got to get their endurance. Shooting is a lot. It has a lot to do with your legs, you know. Right, right. But, I mean, he's, he had 18 rebounds yesterday, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, 18 rebounds. But, you know, you need other guys to step up. Like, there's no reason why Tobias Harris should have eight points. Yeah, he's, he, he was a non-factor, right you know. Yeah, totally. And, totally. And, 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 you know, I mean, Seth is going to be Seth. Seth's going to give you anywhere from 17 to, 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 to 25, 26 points a night, you know. But mm-hmm. he just caught him on a bad night. He's had 17 this night. Um, I need more from Tyrese Maxey also. You know, you well, have all these huge expectations of what you can do. He's had a tough time sort of readjusting now that Embiid is back on the floor. Right, When Embiid right. was gone for those eight or nine games, whatever it was, Maxey was able to, you know, he had the ball in his hands. He was able to really sort of dictate what they do. Now when Embiid comes back, that changes the whole dynamic. 
Yeah, now he has to now he has to, you know, do Embiid's bidding. So now mm-hmm. he's not looking to find a shot himself. He's trying to find Embiid to find a shot. I know. Well, you know, I know. Until Embiid gets back and his legs get up underneath him, he's got to take the you know the the lion's share of, of the shots now. You know, um, that's why Shake doesn't have a problem with going in and playing and and and, and dropping some deuces in it. You know, he'll mm-hmm. go up there and 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 play hard and, and give you those those little scrappy buckets. You know what I'm saying? The layups and everything. That's what you want from Shake. You know, yeah. as a shooting guard, I just need Tyrese Maxey to go out there and continue to play as hard as he plays. But look to score more, even though Embiid's on the court. You know, know. Embiid could draw more attention from him, which will allow him to be more of a threat. You know, driving to the baskets. You know, open shots because they're, I mean, they're going to fade off of him if he doesn't. If he doesn't start shooting with Embiid being in there, mm-hmm. they'll start doing the same thing they did with Ben and start fading off of him and and, and allowing them to shoot. You know, so he, he's got to do a little more. A lot, I mean, a lot more, and I need more from you know Thibel. Yes, he's a defensive guy, but he's he has shown the ability to go out there and shoot mm. at times. You know, it seems like everybody becomes paralyzed when when Joel's uh, on the floor. Joel's on the floor. I know. Yeah, yeah. There's it, a lot of standing around watching Joel trying to exactly, make a play. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, and I know you could tell that. I noticed that, man. Yeah, and that final play. I, I gotta, I gotta be honest here, Doc. Doc Rivers has not impressed me. He's sort of like Brett Brown in this case. Like, come on. Are you serious? That's that's what we come up with? Ridiculous. We we inbound to Tobias, and, of course, they defended it. Horford defended it really well and kind of pushed him out. But then Tobias went even further away from the basket. Then they put what Niang was the inbounder, and he runs down to the corner three and sat there and eventually got the shot. He had Danny Green on a wing coming in with with sort of – you know, momentum into the line, but I thought it would have been a better shot. But it didn't. You got to. Nobody want to take the shot. No, I know, I know. Brutal. It's scared to take the shot, man. Come on, Brutal. man. That shot got blocked, didn't it? it yeah, was partially well, no, he, blocked. And and it just it looked like he didn't really want to shoot it either. It and it, it also didn't look like he want um that uh Tobias wanted to pass it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody wanted to step up. You know, the last shot again. That's what you want, man. You want to be that guy. That's when you ask a guy like, you know, I guess Seth to go Seth out there. Seth Curry. Shoot. Yeah. How yeah. does yeah. Seth do it? You know, you got to game plan him. I don't know, man. Embiid was seven for 33 these last two games from the field against Boston wow. and Orlando. Wow. Wow. Well, they didn't mean tomorrow they got Atlanta. Right. Yeah, that should be interesting. I don't a little know, get man. back. A little get yeah. back game. They're, what are they, 500 now, I think? Yeah. Jeez. Yep. And then the Flyers lose again. I think that's seven in a row for the Flyers. <laughs> they absolutely stink. And the Rangers scored to... two goals, you know, midway through that first period. You, you knew it was over. <laughs> it's over. It, I think it was four to one was the final. Their power play is absolutely – the power is out. <laughs> There's no power okay. in the power play? There's no power. Why and is there's it? no I mean, generator? Why do they keep putting Provorov in the power plays, man? He doesn't look as as, as explosive. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess they do whatever they were. They always have one defender. They always have one defender in there. I know, but still, yeah. I mean, you can put somebody else in there that's more more of a shooter, more of a scorer than 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 Provorov. You know, I guess they reward him because he plays great defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He plays great defense when you know when everybody's. We would know, need man. we would need Mertidis to really explain it. Yeah, we should we should have had him on. You think so? Yeah. 
You think he'd you jump think, on now? You think, you think people really care? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You think they do? I think so. I don't know, man. I mean, because because to me, the way it's looking, yeah, that nobody cares about them. They're trying to sell them or something. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what that's the effort I'm looking and I'm seeing is mm-hmm. that it's like they're trying to get rid of them. Right. I got you know a new saying? project starting up with him next week, and people are already asking me, "You're not talking hockey, are you?" I go, "Hell no, <laughs> no way." Because if we are, I'm out. Right. It's over. <laughs> that's over before it starts. Nobody cares. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Yeah. Now, and the other thing was the MLB is now locked out as of last night, eleven fifty nine. And nobody actually, cares. No, I don't. Th- I don't know that anybody cares. I'd like people to tell us. I don't care. Uh, but I was flipping around because people say I don't like baseball. I watched this Ken Burns baseball documentary. I've seen it like three times. What? The entire thing three, from start to finish. It's hours upon hours. And MLB Network has been, you know, every now now and then, like one night a week, they'll run like, you know, two or three hours of it. And I tune in. I love it. It's like takes you from the beginning days of baseball all the way up through the 90s and stuff. Wow. And I, I love all that stuff. I just don't <laughs> like baseball today. Right, right, right. Like today, I think the product stinks. But I, I saw on the guide after I was, I was flipping around after the Sixers game and there was college basketball and I was ducking in and out of that. Carolina looked really good last night, beating Michigan. But uh, then I saw on MLB that they were running a Ken Burns episode. So I flipped to it. They weren't running a Ken Burns episode. It was live from in studio up in Secaucus, New Jersey, where they do it from. It was like countdown to lockout coverage. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. No, no, like nobody cares, huh? Like really? Like what? What are you waiting for? Some you know stay of execution to come in there at eleven fifty four and have the owners say that uh, you know there there will be no lockout? You knew now, this, this was coming. But they should, they should, they should understand that they're going to lose probably half of the people that care about and give a damn about baseball during this lockout. That's that's half of half half of, of what a, they half have. of a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I I saw this um, online on uh, on Twitter. John Stolness, um, who's a baseball guy, hosts a Phillies podcast, and he's verified. He tweets a picture of the MLB.com, the website. MLB.com stripping its own website of any mention of current players, current teams, in any way baseball as it currently exists because of its lockout. It's it's so self-defeating and hilarious and stupid and petty and pathetic. That's amazing. He's got a picture of it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So there can't be any player movement and stuff like you know, no teams can sign anybody or anything right now. All that's done for a while. But they took like all mention of all that stuff off the website. That, that's, that's cutting off your nose to spite your face. I mean, that's, I that's so ridiculous. It's crazy. What sense does that make? And this, this after the Phillies just got signed a relief pitcher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they even bother? Oh man, I don't know. But they still th- got to they still got to pay these guys anyways. Do they? Yeah. 
If they don't play, yeah, guaranteed contracts. Yeah, I know, but if there are no games, do they have to play? Because then why would the owners even want to do that? Because they can't get bringing in any revenue, and if they're going to have to pay the players to not play, that Let to me, me is like doubly stupid. Well, I was, I was looking over it. Let me see. Let me... I mean, really, if I if I'm an owner. And I'm like thinking here, man, man, I can't even bring in any, you know, revenue in my stadium. Right. Period. Whether it's just tickets, you know, food, all the other stuff, parking, everything else. I can't get any of that. But I got to still pay Bryce Harper, for example, to not No, play. you're right. You're that right. seems you're ridiculous. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're I, right. Yeah. And that would kind of de- the problem. They, that would kind of defeat the purpose. But see, I don't even know why they're locking out. I mean, why can't they get the deal done? What is the reason why they can't get the deal done? Probably because the owners, they haven't like salaries have kind of, kind of leveled off in baseball. Right, right. You know they haven't seen that there for you know many years. It was like up, 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 and now the owners are like basically putting an end to that. Right, right. Putting a cap on it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ruiz, uh, will Trout be able to do another cycle during the lockout? <laughs> well, cycle of what steroids? Yeah. Yeah, this might be a good time to cycle down. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, yeah, well, I'd, I'd go in. You no, know, he's going. Mickey Mantle. He does it. He does it the natural way. I'm sure. <laughs> Mike Trout. I mean, he's a local guy. I mean, I'm not gonna rip him. I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. I don't yeah. care, bro. Let him do it, man. Because I was the I, greatest baseball ever, man. I know. Man. You want to reinvigorate days. baseball? Get rid of all these analytical nerds and bring yep. back the uh, <laughs> the pharmaceuticals. All right, let them, man. Seriously. They're doing it. They're doing it to their body. Let them, man. You know, yeah. I mean, I want to see seventy, you know, seventy home runs in a, in a season. I mean, when was the last time we had a seventy home runs, man? Seventy, like seventy-seven, like when back in the day, we bonds, had four or five guys, yeah, yeah, over seventy home runs. That's ridiculous, man. We need that. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, enough baseball. We're not we're not getting uh, Mertidis on to talk hockey. Nobody cares. I I'm looking. To text him, then I thought about. It, you know what? I'm not oh, gonna... you were going to text him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I didn't even know that, and and all of a sudden he'd pop on. <laughs> there he is, ready to talk hockey. I'm like, how the hell are you here? I didn't call you. <laughs> oh, well, Barrett did. No, right, right. <laughs> It would have been set up perfect, man. He oh, did yeah. all fired up too. That would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, he's trying to cuss me out, man. All right, now here I got to run this by Sunday. I got to do a pregame show, and then at you know one o'clock I head home and usually put on the game. I usually get there by one fifteen. It's going to be like sixty degrees, I think, on Sunday. Wow. Chance of rain. Uh-huh. Now, do you think I'm staying in? to watch the Jets? Or do you think I'm going and going to play at least nine to 12 holes of golf and then come home and, you know, have the DVR'd version and I can zip right through it? What do you think? There's not a snowball chance in hell that you're not going to be on the golf course at least nine holes at 60 in, degrees. In 60 <laughs> degrees? Dude, they could, be playing the, they could be playing the Jets across the street from my townhouse and I wouldn't watch it. That's the that's one There's of the no worst way. football. No way. <laughs> if I can DVR it, I'm doing it. I'm an on-demand guy. I'm doing it when I want to do it. 
Oh, my right? God. There's no way. There's not a snowball's chance, man, of you watching this game yeah. live. Live. There's <laughs> well, no way. There would be if, if the weather was real crappy. I, I would. You know. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, why, why would degrees? I? When there's really, you know, I don't need to tweet during the game. Right? Well, um, what? What happened with you? My son's looking for something oh. in the room. He's walking around like, <laughs> what do you want? You know, he's bothering me. You know what I'm saying? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> in my car. Which car? Right. <laughs> Which car? What's he looking for? A hat. Oh, a hat. So he's bothering me over a hat. A I'm hat. To measure his head to see if his head the same as mine. I thought he wanted the credit card to go get some gas. <laughs> <laughs> right? You oh, know what man. though? I went yeah. to fill my I went to fill my pickup truck up because there was yeah. no gas, and I went and filled it up. And I thought about it when I was driving back. I was like, damn, why did I do that? Because if there's gas in my truck, I won't be here. So I got to take my keys with me so they don't use it. But I mm. can't do that because my wife might use it. So I'm like, I'm screwed, bro. They're going to run all my gas out of my truck by the time I get back. Right. I'll be so pissed. So pissed. All right. Now I'm looking here at the stream. Uh, Demas says, what's the price for Russell Wilson? I have no idea. But I'd I say, say it's probably at least two first round at picks, very least. right? Or and a, they need it too because they don't they have a do. first rounder. They got nothing. Yeah, like they got to re revamp that whole roster. Exactly. Outside of having a couple wide receivers, what do they got? Oh, they got a yeah. They they paid an exorbitant price for their safety. Right, right. You know, two first rounders for Jamal. But you got to thank Joe Douglas for that. Joe Douglas did a great job with that deal. Swindled them. Swindled them. Uh, let's let's just go right down here. Uh, Kevin Bloomfield is telling me to play golf on yep. Sunday. <laughs> John Shelton says Steve Adazio is fired at Colorado State. Time to bring him back to Temple. Hell no. <laughs> no. We can do better. <laughs> Steve Adazio had his eyes on the Connecticut job the minute he signed with Temple and, all, and asked out to the interview. You know that? What? He no, just I didn't. Accept- yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't want him anywhere near here. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Connecticut uh, sucks. Well, at the time, though, they were still, you know, in, in the um, American, and they were relevant. Right, 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 right. But, right. yeah, now now they've – now, you know, uh, Mora took that job. Jim Did Mora he? Jr. Yes. A couple weeks ago, they signed him. Mm, they, my nephew was uh, actually being recruited by him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he plays receiver. But uh, the defensive coordinator uh, was the defensive coordinator. He wasn't defense coordinator. He was um, actually – he was like a quality control guy uh-huh. with the Steelers when I was there. So he called me up one time. I'm like, what is he calling me for? So I looked down, you know, and I asked the phone. He said, yeah, I'm trying to recruit your nephew. This is your nephew. I'm like, yeah, that's my nephew. Where's your so nephew play? He, uh, he, he's Eastern. He's he, Eastern High School. Oh, right there near Voorhees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, he, um, I don't know if he's still recruiting. I got to call my nephew and see what's going on. I'm going to call him too. Was Temple recruiting him? No. What? No. That's crazy. Well, if right? UConn's recruiting him, Temple ought to be recruiting him. Exactly. Exactly. I don't understand why. 
Well, you got to you got to call your your buddy from uh, Woodrow Wilson. That's what make, I'm going to do. Make a change. That's exactly what I'm doing. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's how this works. But I'm trying to make sure you know he, uh, who the coach is going in. We don't know what's going on with the coach there. So, yeah, but still, I mean, they, they still got guys there that they should start uh, at least put them on the radar. I mean, my well, God, well, Preston, yeah, Preston, Preston. You know, he was a wide receiver, so I would want him to go there. Right. That's the former coach at Woodrow yep. Wilson, right? Preston yeah. Brown, yep. Right, right. Played at wow. Tulane. Oh, he did? Yep, played at Tulane. Okay. All right, let's look at some of these other games on Sunday. Um, Minnesota-Detroit, that stinks. Minnesota's a seven-point favorite on the road. Arizona-Chicago, seven-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Uh, is Kyler Murray playing in that game? He's he's scheduled to be back, isn't he? Are any of these guys coming back to play? My God. <laughs> Tampa Bay at Atlanta. They're 11-point favorite at Atlanta. Wow. And Atlanta's actually hanging around. Atlanta's playing well, actually. Yeah. They, Cordero they, Patterson, you know, he ripped it up last week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're putting him in the backfield, too. That's yeah. what they ought to do with Ray Gore. Ray Gore. Ray Gore. You think that would help? <laughs> All right. Atlanta Atlanta beat Jacksonville, though. That's, you know, they lost two straight prior to that. Let's We're the what worst we're game. We're the worst game on the schedule this week. We are the worst game. Well, yeah. It's a, but that's not because of us. That's because of the Jets. <laughs> Did you hear what you just said? <laughs> it's not because of the Eagles. It's because of the Jets. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Seriously. The Eagles, man, we just lost to the Giants, man. I know. They're seven-point <laughs> favorites. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And the Jets are coming off a win. i tell you what, a, a really good game, man, is going to be uh, the Chargers at the Bengals. That's going to uh, be a really yeah. good game. What's the line on That's that? That's a 1 o'clock game. It's a three-point line, for the standard home field favorite for Cincinnati. Wow. Yeah, Cincinnati coming off that big beatdown of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. That was the other thing. I, I couldn't find the audio. I saw it on television, but I couldn't find it to put it on the show. Did you hear yesterday uh, Mike Tomlin and no. uh, Claypool? No, what happened? The wide receiver. Well, they were asking uh, Claypool, you know, about oh, some yeah, of the, yeah, the yeah, recent yeah, struggles and, uh, you know, what would, what would make things a little bit better. And he basically went, you know, went around and said, uh, you know, maybe we should have music at practice. That would make it a little more fun. <laughs> and so they immediately, the reporters get that nugget, right? And they go right to Mike Tomlin in his media availability. Uh, uh, Chase Claypool suggested that uh, maybe to make practice more fun and productive, uh, you have music. He shut this down just like he shut down being a coach at USC. I wish we had the audio because I just love this guy. He would, Win or he lose, say, he, he said. He said, "Hey, you know, I'll I mean, get it's the almost quote. like separation of church and state." He was yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, division well, of hey. labor or something." <laughs> right. quote. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, he needs to play. Yeah, and I'm going to continue to coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chase is a wide receiver, and uh, I'm going to let him do that. <laughs> All right, let me let me get the exact quote here. This is just brilliant. This is the stuff like I, I was just imagining Nick Sirianni, you know, in this situation, like Jalen Ragor, 
went to, you know, the, the media went to him and said, you know, what would make things a little bit better for you? Well, maybe if we had music at practice. And then they go ask Sirianni about it. He says, you know, I'm going to go play Rochambeau and whoever wins, you know, if he wins, we'll play uh, music at practice. That's all right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Here it is. Well, Claypool plays wide out and I'm going to let him do that. Um, I'll formulate the practice approach. And uh, I think that division of labor is appropriate. That was the end. Of, that was it. It's over. Division of labor. I'm the coach. You're the player. I make the rules. But I love how he, how he started off. Um, the, you know, Claypool plays wide receiver. Right. I'm going to let him do that. <laughs> and I'm going to let him do that. Yeah. Right. I, 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 just hearing him talk. I just love it, man. He, and you said guy, it just like he would have said it, too. That you guy know has I mean? would have my attention whenever he speaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa coach. Coach talking. Shh. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> And I can see his expressions and everything uh -huh. when he said it, too. He's got you know, these you eyes are wide open, and right, he's right. looking at that reporter, man. You're almost, like, scared to death. To Oh, man, did I really just ask that? He wants to kill me. Right, right. <laughs> it was like Tiger Woods getting the first question from Mark Canizero the other day, who he, I, he obviously doesn't really like, and he just looked at him. Like, <laughs> It was like awesome. he just knew something was gonna come out of his mouth stupid, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. I'm I'm just waiting to shut this guy <laughs> down. Right. Like whatever. I know what he's gonna ask me is something I do not appreciate. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm already I'm already ready. I'm already defensive right then right. and there. Yep. Yeah, he had his backup. Yeah, he got your backup right right out of the first question. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Tomlin's awesome. Oh, that's amazing, bro. You like Pittsburgh this week. Uh I mean they're, they're, the they have to win. They're not. They're, they're five, they, five, and one. Right. They're they're they've been at a must win. And they got Baltimore coming in this week. And they three, don't have a snowball's into, chance either. You don't think? No. Nah. -uh. You don't think they can rise up? No, nah, it's a division game. Um, four four point line. Baltimore's favorite on the road. Tons of road favorites this week. Well, you know, first of all, Baltimore just barely squeaked by Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And I think Cleveland will beat the Steelers right now. So I don't oh, see wow. them even having a chance. Defensively, they won't be able to score. They will not be able to score. You know, the Steelers right. will be – they'll be choked, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you mm -hmm. know, them trying to score. Right. And I don't know – I mean, I don't know if the Steelers' defense could necessarily stop, hmm. you know, that offense. Wow. All right, so, we got Martin Frank coming up in a few, but I got to get something. I got to get uh, Xander to do something for us. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I trimmed the, the mustache today and I shaved today and I shaved it down so it's a little smaller. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I started to realize that I was starting to look like Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef. Do you know who Lee Van Cleef is? If, no. If Xander can just Google search this guy and put up a picture. He was a, an actor that used to be in all the spaghetti westerns with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. He was. He would always play like one of the, the guys in a gunfight. Okay, yeah, with yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah, wah, wah, wah. like that guy. Now just pull up. Yeah, just pull up that pit right there. That's the way my mustache was starting to evolve into, and my wife wasn't happening having it. <laughs> Harry, he's like, if you want to keep right now. exactly, if you want to keep this, you got to narrow this thing up. You're starting to look like a guy in an, an old Western movie. And I'm like, Lee Van Cleef. 
<laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, oh, man. This show, man, it, you have been on fire today, man. I've what been laughing mean? this entire time, <laughs> man. <laughs> entire time, man. <laughs> but the uh, idea is to not make you laugh. It's to make them laugh. Right. I don't know if anybody else is laughing. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my goodness, man. It, bro, I just... You know, just the way you know you you talk about Tomlin, and I yeah. I see exactly what you're saying because I, know. I could I could visually see him saying it. Yep. And your voice was exactly the way the tone in which he would have said it, and he'd been looking he'd been looking down like this, and his eyes would have been looking straight up. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, he plays wide receiver. You got to put a, a, a hat on. Yeah. A hat on. Right. <laughs> and I'm and I'm gonna oh. let him do that. <laughs> Play pool plays wide out, and I'm gonna let him do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think uh, that division of labor is appropriate. <laughs> it's like ah, next. Da, da. Ah, da, All da. he had to do was say, ah, da, da. Yep, ah, da, da. Done. <laughs> Drop the mic. All right. That was amazing, bro. Martin amazing. Frank coming up next. Quick timeout. More Eagles talk. We'll get back to the Eagles, okay, as my buddy Rob Ellis would say after this. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans, go for the wins. 
Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh, yeah. Back for the final half hour on a Thursday edition of The Middle with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. The Jacob Media YouTube channel. Smash that like button. And joining us now uh, from uh, now, are you down at the complex right now? Or are you at home? I'm at the complex. All right. He's right down. We were going live to the NovaCare complex, <laughs> Barrett Brooks, to bring on our pal, Martin Frank uh, from the Delaware News Journal. You got to follow him on Twitter at MFrankNFL. Uh, Martin, what's what's the uh, the latest from the complex? What uh, what's going on down there today? Well, actually, um, Miles Sanders just talked to us, and you know he he sprained his ankle a little bit against the Giants and couldn't play in the fourth quarter, and which you saw Boston Scott take over and you know kind of have that big fumble there with a minute and a half to go. But uh, Miles said that uh, he's going to play Sunday. He's going to practice today, and and he should be good to go. You know, so that was kind of like the big news today. Okay. <laughs> That's huge. That is huge, you know, yeah. you know, because um, he didn't play a right. lot in the second half. And I thought it was just, a, you know, a product of uh, Boston Scott's ability to run the rock during that time. You know, it, you know, the, the play selection, you know, do you think they change it up a little bit to, to run the same things they run for Howard and Scott to have the same thing for um, Miles Sanders in that capacity? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Miles was telling us basically it's the offensive line just kind of clearing people people out of the way, and you know they're kind of like just running through the holes that those guys create, and and you can see that the last five weeks they've rushed for uh, at least 175 yards per game, which is uh, which is something they haven't done since 1950. I mean, you're going all the way back to like the Stone Ages of of the NFL and everything like that. So, so, I mean, it, a lot of it's the offensive line opening up these huge holes. I mean, you see the videos of hits at Jordan Melata is like leveling people. Jason Kelsey, like clearing people out like 10, 15 yards down the field and everything. So, yeah, I mean, the running game has been great. And, you know, with Miles probably going to play on Sunday, I mean, that's that's obviously a big help because we don't know yet about Jordan Howard's status. Um, they're about to practice in the next like 15 or 20 minutes. But, I mean – Jordan Howard wasn't going to be practicing yesterday when they did a walkthrough. So I, w- I would think the chances aren't very great that he's going to play on Sunday. So yeah, they'll need, they'll definitely need miles. Yeah, forgive yeah, me Mar- for gushing over that, man. Forgive me. You know, as an offensive <laughs> lineman, I'm loving that. Loving he's it. loving that. <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. we talk about my lot of pancaking people on oh, a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty awesome. So, but Martin, last week's game had so many different, you know, moments to it where you're like, man, if this ha- didn't happen, the Eagles would have won the game. And one of those was seeing uh, Jason Kelsey on the sideline just go, you know, he's apoplectic as he watches Nate Herbig commit a penalty. And he's not mad at Nate. I think he was mad at himself for having to be taken off the field, <laughs> knowing that if that was him out there, that probably wouldn't have happened and the Eagles score a touchdown. Talk about Kelsey, because I know the the head coach is he's very impressed with his toughness. Oh, I mean, Kelsey is like a breed apart. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen anybody like that, Barrett, when, when, when you played. I mean, the guy plays through like 20 million injuries that we probably have no idea what he's going through. And and even on Sunday with that knee injury, I mean, you know, from up in the press box, we can see him in the second quarter, like, you know, trying to like do these blocks, on, 
you know, on the sideline. And, and you could tell he was, in, he was hurting in so much pain. Like he took off his helmet and frustration and everything. And then we're all like, oh, yeah, he's done for the day. And then, like, even when the third quarter starts, the first drive, he wasn't on the field. But then, like, the second drive, he's back out there. And we're like, wait a minute, that's Jason Kelsey. How did he get back out there? And, you know, he's he's talking about just, like, you know, how it's so important for him to be out on the field. And I, and I think you're exactly right. I mean, you know, the penalty that Nate Herbig committed probably hurt Kelsey more than it hurt, you know, Nate Herbig because – you know, Boston Scott had a 21-yard touchdown run that was negated, and the Eagles ended up not scoring because that's when Jalen Hurts threw the interception at the one-yard line, like eight seconds left. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, Kelsey's a breed apart. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see anybody like him again just from what he's played through over the years. He's held together by duct tape and bubble gum. He's out <laughs> yeah. there on the field. There's, I, I don't understand how he's still on the field, man, because he is – small you know at, at the at the very most soaking wet just ate dinner uh 15 minutes before he might weigh 285 he might weigh <laughs> 285 290 there's no way he's over 300 pounds they try to say he's 300 pounds. he's not he's he's right around probably 280 275 man but his ability to be that physical on the field and do the things that he does is, is amazing to me, man. I, I I look I look at him like wow, you know. And I can remember when him and um him and uh Jackson, Jamal Jackson. It was between you know Howard Mudd said it's between Jamal Jackson and and Kelsey. I'm like this shouldn't even be a question. Jamal Jackson is definitely the better player. See what I know. Now we have a guy that's gonna have a gold jacket, you know, come uh you know when five years from his his retirement. But I mean that, that guy's is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how he does it. I mean, because you look at, like, a lot of the nose tackles that he's going against, you know, when teams play, like, a 3-4 and stuff, they're, like, 340, 350. Yeah. I mean, just huge <laughs> human beings. And, you know, he's pushing them aside like they're nothing. I mean, right. you know, he's got great athleticism. I mean, I know, like, growing up, he played, like, so many different sports, and I'm sure that had something to do with it, including hockey. So, you know, he can get a, he can move around and he can outsmart guys and, and he just does it. I mean, he finds a way to do it and it's just amazing week after week. I think he's like about to start his 118th consecutive game at center, which, uh, you know, is, is the most for active centers in the NFL. I mean, the guy right. is just amazing. I mean, nothing he does surprises me. Well, Martin, if last week wasn't bad enough for Jalen Rager, uh, then we see that uh, Justin Jefferson yeah. was named the what the offense, the NFC Offensive Player of the Month, according right. to Ian Rappaport. I mean, what has it been like there this week? We know, you know, he met the media on Sunday afternoon. I give him props for that, you know, sort of owning up to it. Uh, what has the rest of this week been like for Rager? Uh, we haven't really seen much of them because, you know, Wednesday they had the walkthrough practice and today they're they're about to get on the field again. But you can tell, I mean, you know, it's got to be tough for him. I mean, I know even last year he had the comparisons to uh, Justin Jefferson because Jeff Jefferson set the, you know, rookie record for receiving yards in the season with 1,400. And he's probably on pace to like surpass that this year. And, you know, Rager's it seems like he's regressed a little bit this year. Like, you know, last year he missed the five games because of an injury and he was doing okay and everything. And you thought, well, the guy has promise and, and the guy, you know, if he gets a full off season and a new system and stuff like that, and, you know, they draft Devonte Smith and, you know, you're thinking, all right, there's plenty of, you know, there's plenty to go around for both of those guys. And it just, for whatever reason, it just hasn't happened this season. And 
it's got to be tough on him. I mean, I know he's got to be like down on himself as much as he tries to like say, you know, he's okay. He still has his confidence. I mean, I'm sure he can see what's happening. I mean, not only with, with Jefferson, but I mean, even on his own team with Devonte Smith, I mean, that guy has been pretty much everything is advertised and he's the go-to guy along with Dallas Goddard and, you know, Rager's, I mean, he's able to get open, like he's got the speed and everything like that, but it's just something happens, like either when the ball's in the air or he can't, you know, he can't track it well. I mean, it's just so many different things, and, and it's it's tough. I mean, he's still, you know, they're still trying to find ways to make him useful and everything like that, but I, I don't think he's ever going to be the star receiver that the Eagles hoped for when they drafted him in the first round last year. Yeah, we just we just overshot. We just overshot him, you know, because um, he yeah. and when I, you know, when I did my breakdown on him, I thought he was a um, second rounder, mid second rounder, early first rounder, and that's the evaluation I gave him. And I, I, I thought he was the second early best. Third, you mean early? Third. Yeah, early third. Yeah, yeah, yeah early yeah. third. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I thought he was a he was one of the most explosive receivers in the Big Twelve. CD Lamb being number one, him being number two. But I didn't know how good he could be as a receiver because his quarterbacks were so bad. But then, you know, look at what I see now. If you can't get him in gadget plays, you know, he, he can play. Once he gets the ball, he's he's phenomenal if you can get him the ball. But him getting the ball has become a problem. It's become a chore because you can't game plan a guy who hasn't given you anything to doubt, all right, you're going to be the bulk of what this office is going to be about because teams are taking away Dallas Goddard. They're taking away Smith. Yeah. So – if you take those two guys away, who's next? It has to be uh, Rager. You know, yeah, try to I go mean, to quit. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that's one of the things like Dallas Goddard was saying is like, yeah, I mean, you know, the last drive, I mean, I don't think either he or Devontae Smith was targeted at all. And someone's got to step up and make a play. And that someone had to be Rager and he just couldn't do it. I mean, he had the two drops, you know, on that last uh, sequence there in the in, late in the fourth quarter of the one. The end zone, I mean, it would have been a tough catch. I mean, he had a guy on him and stuff like that, but the ball hit both of his hands, you know, hit off his helmet and, you know, couldn't catch that one. And then the last play, I mean, you know, it went like right through his hands. I mean, even though he got hit, I mean, you still got to come down with one of those. I mean, that's. You got to come down with both of those. And that's the problem. We give him an excuse. You have to be, once the ball hits your hands, you got to give it to both of them. And and teams are, teams are matchup. It was a matchup zone the way they played. It was a matchup zone. Right. And they would follow. They would have somebody trailing on Dallas Goddard, and the bring when he gets in, enters into the zone, they would draw somebody down, and he would be double covered. Same thing for Smith over the top. They had one guy right. trailing him underneath to undercut it, but then they would bring somebody else from over the top, and he'd be bracketed also. This matchup zone, people saw that the way they defended him, and they're going to continue to do that. They got to figure out a way how to get him out of that. The only way they can do that is run the ball. So we'll see yeah. what their game is. Well, it's probably going to be running the ball and stuff like right. that, and you know maybe try to take a few shots with Devontae and Dallas Goddard and hope that's enough to beat the Jets. I mean, you know, you go back to like last spring when you know the Eagles could have gone after you know a wide receiver in free agency and they chose not to and everything, and and that's coming back to haunt them. I mean, you know that would have been a perfect game for you know some guy they could have signed in free agent free agency. You know, at the end of the game, if they're going to take away Devontae Smith, I mean, you go you go to this guy. I mean, that's something they're going to have to address in the offseason. I mean, you know, they'll have money to spend at least, 
this coming off season. So, I mean, they got to definitely look into doing that, like adding a wide receiver who, who they can depend on, who, you know, if Devonte Smith is kind of taken out of the picture, he can, he can be the guy to make those clutch catches at the end of a game. Cause that, that definitely cost them against the giants. I mean, that's, that's a win they had to have. And, you know, now it definitely makes their margin for getting into the postseason that much smaller. So. Hey, Martin, aside from losing the turnover, uh, battle four to nothing is there any other way that eagles can lose this game this week (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i I thought that last week i thought there was no way that they would have lost that game but and it just goes to show you like how bad they played because even despite the three interceptions despite boston scott's fumble with a minute and a half left i mean they still had a chance to beat the Giants, which shows how, you know, shows how bad the Giants are. And I don't think the Jets are any better. I mean, the Eagles should have, you know, defensively, the Eagles should be able to stop the Jets and hold them to like, you know, 13 points or less. So, you know, you got to get two touchdowns somewhere basically to win the game. And, and, I, and I think they can. I mean, I can't see them playing any worse than they did against the Giants. I mean, that seems like that would be virtually impossible to do that again. You're absolutely right, man. There's no way we can lose to the Jets. I'm claiming it right now. We don't lose to the Jets. But <laughs> but looking at looking at them defensively and uh their ability now, you know, they they held the you know Giants to, to 13, 13 points. Going into this game, they got Wilson back. You know, is there any way that they can score on this defense that we have at this point? You know, I mean, with the cornerbacks playing the way they're playing. Defensively, I think they've taken a step up. You know, what do you see them trying to accomplish against this Jets team as far as defensively? Well, I think they're going to try to, you know, get to Zach Wilson as much as possible. I mean, you know, he's a rookie and he's also missed a few games and everything like that. So, I mean, I think they feel like they can rattle him. And, you know, you got guys, you know, the cornerbacks have been great. I mean, Darius Slay is is an all pro this year. I mean, he's having a phenomenal season. He's, he's, been every every bit as good as as what the Eagles could have hoped for and Steve Nelson's done pretty well on the other side and you know they you know they worked out obviously some of the kinks from earlier in the season and you know defensive line is getting pressure again um you know it might not show in the sack figures and stuff but you know Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox up the middle you know Barnett and Sweat have been up and down I guess but you know they had a great game last game though yeah definitely yeah he did. He did. You know, it's it's the penalties that get that get right. Barnett. You know, but I'm sure you know we've talked about that, for, you know, forever basically. Right. But you know, I mean, they're definitely good enough to, uh, you know, to rattle Zach Wilson and affect him and stuff. And 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 I can't I can't see any way where like the Jets can score more than the Giants did last week. I mean, if you know, it just I just can't see it. I, I don't know how they would do it. I mean. Robert Saleh would have to come up with the game plan of all game plans to be able to, like, you know, score at will against the Eagles. I just don't see it happening. Hey, Martin, I'd love to know. Maybe you guys have access to some sort of football database thing or a pro football focus stat, like where where a team in the NFL holds the opponent to 13 points or fewer or fewer than (laughs) and loses the football game. I'd love to know, you know, how, how much that happens in this modern day NFL. Uh, I don't have the exact stat or anything like that, but I mean, just off the top of my head, I can't remember like another game this year that's been like 13 to seven or 13 to 10. It just, 
doesn't happen. Like, right. You know, even the games the Eagles have played awful on, I mean, they've scored a couple late touchdowns in garbage time. You know, it's the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, in some of the games they've won, you know, teams will score like a fourth quarter touchdown. I mean, they're just throwing the ball all the time. It's, it's hard to keep a defense. I mean, it's hard to keep an offense like under 20 points, basically. I mean, it's, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to happen that much anymore. I mean, I remember last year, uh, the Eagles were awful, obviously. And I think they were like one of only two teams that never, that didn't break 30 points. I mean, we're talking 30 points, not 20. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just shows how rare that is, you know, in this day and age. It just doesn't happen. You never see a 13 to 7 game anymore, unless it's like in, you know, six inches of snow or or like a torrential rain, rainstorm with like 40 mile an hour winds. I mean, just doesn't happen. I mean, it's that's why that loss last week was so bad. Right. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. You know, is there any way with the, you know, the next, well, I mean, however many games this, this Eagle team has, was it four games left? Uh, five, five uh, games. Extra left. game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Is there any way that you feel so Hurts can lock down his position for next year? Can he lock it down? I mean, how what would he have to do to play to 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 make him the Eagles' quarterback going into the future? Uh, make the playoffs. I mean, you know, for them to get in the postseason this year, like, you know, the five games they have left, they probably have to win at least three and probably four. So, you know, if, if you end the season winning like four of your last five and, and stuff, I mean, you know, obviously you're doing something right as a quarterback. You might not have the flashiest, you know, passing stats or anything like that. But I mean, it would obviously mean that he's run the ball really well. I mean, he probably breaks a thousand yards rushing. Um, and he probably does enough, you know, in that case to prove that, you know, going forward, he could be the quarterback, at least for another year. I mean, maybe not like, you know, the next 10 years or something like that, but maybe enough to show that he deserves to be the starter um, next year. And it presents like a really interesting question or dilemma because, you know, the Eagles are going to have that third first round pick this Sunday as soon as Carson Wentz gets through, uh, gets through the game, you know, hopefully in one piece. So, you know, you got three first-round picks. You know, obviously you're going to need to address, you know, positions on the defense and stuff like that. I mean, you know, if you're going to draft like a top – if you're going to draft a quarterback, the Eagles will probably have to trade into the top five to do that. And that, you know, that there goes two of their picks, probably another second-round pick, maybe an early-round pick the next year. So, obviously they would like to be in a situation where, you know, they're using those three-round picks to address – three first round picks to address needs that they have, like, you know, primarily on the defense, because, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of turnover in the next year or two with some of those veteran guys getting older. And, you know, you got to address those issues. I mean, obviously quarterback, you got to, you got to be secure that you have a franchise quarterback, at least for next year, but you also have to address a lot of holes and the Eagles have those too. So um, ideally they, you know, if Hertz, plays well enough, the Eagles get in the playoffs. I mean, I think that should solidify his status as a quarterback for 2022 at least. I don't know. I'm thinking that somewhere in a, in a wall, maybe inside of one of his closets, Howie Roseman has a fathead of Russell Wilson on that on that wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be interesting. But, I mean, you know, you got to look at Russell Wilson. I think he's like 34 years old. I mean, he's had a yeah. rough season in Seattle. I don't think he's the same quarterback he was like 
four or five years ago. And obviously, if he was that quarterback, the Seahawks wouldn't, you know, I mean, there wouldn't be any of this kind of talk either. But, right. you know, I mean, if you're going after Russell Wilson, that seems to be giving up a lot for something that might last another year or two, maybe three. I mean, I don't know. Um, and, and I always got the sense that they want to build this for the long term. And, and obviously that starts at quarterback. So I'm not sure that would be the answer, but, you know, maybe. Well, we got to get Russell Wilson on the TB12 diet. That's what we got to do. I mean, it's, it seems to work. No for strawberries. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. No strawberries. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he takes a lot of hits, though, but Tom Brady doesn't. So that's right. That's, right, right, that's right. another difference. That's right. Hey, uh, you know, Barrett, Martin uh, covers Delaware football, and you did that Delaware-Villanova game a couple of weeks ago. And we're, yes. you, were, you were very impressed with that facility down there. No question. You know, I mean, it, they just did the uh, – Redid the field as far as the you know the the skybox and all that stuff. I did the um the Villanova game, so uh, you know I'm, I was impressed on you know how they run it, run that that whole you know campus and everything. You know it's, it's, it was really nice, man. I you know the press box was nice. You know I was kind of you get the indoor outdoor feeling, man. So yeah, man, I I, I enjoyed out down there with your your blue hens, man. Definitely enjoyed yeah, yeah. the game there, man. You know. Um that press box is relatively new up until like, you know, four or five years ago, you right. have to go up all these steps in the press box. Like if it was a really windy day, you're always afraid that it was going to like blow over and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's, you know, they got an elevator now. So right. I mean, right. Right. I rode, I rode the elevator up and they said, Hey, this is all new. Like they just re they just finished it last. They actually just finished it yeah. last year, the year before. So I'm glad yeah. they finished it, man. But it's, you know, it was nice, man. I was kind of shocked, man, that um, they had the season that they have. You know, the offensive line didn't play as well as, you know, they they were young, very, very yeah. young, the offensive line, which led to them being kicked out of the playoffs, you know. But they, they played – actually played Villanova pretty tough. And yeah. Villanova was ranked number six in FCS, you know. But they played them tough. They were winning an entire game up until the last three minutes. Yeah. And, you know, well, Villanova turned it on. Yeah. I mean, Villanova is a good team and they have been for a while, but I mean, yeah, Delaware fired their coach after, after the game. So, you know, they were in, in the FCS semifinals in the spring and six months later they fired the coach. So crazy. That's college football in a nutshell. Right I didn't know there. they fired yeah. him. Oh yeah. my goodness. I didn't oh, know yeah. That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and my Temple Owls just squeaked out a win on the Delaware uh, Blue Hen basketball team the other night too. Yep. Delaware up and coming, man, to be reckoned yeah, with. They got a pretty good basketball team. They, mm-hmm. should, they should be pretty good in their league. Yeah. Hey, Martin, we appreciate a couple of minutes, man. Uh, enjoy the, the rest of the week and en- try to enjoy the Jets Eagles on Sunday okay. afternoon. All right. Well, it was a pleasure being on here and do it again sometime. Appreciate Absolutely. it, Martin, man. Appreciate at, it, man. At M Frank NFL on Twitter, man. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> He's been a guest on Birds 365, I understand, a few times. Oh, okay. Well, see, we we always get, you know, the secondary guests after three, Birds 365. You know, they're, yeah, and then, they're and the then heavy they, hitters. Yeah, huh? and then and then they, <laughs> they steal you on, on a regular basis, too. When's the next time you're on that show? I don't know. You know, I, I get bet next week. You <laughs> watch next week during the bye week. Oh, yeah, get, yeah. You got to get Barrett on. <laughs> We need somebody, yeah, because all the all the riders are probably leave and go some right. vacation or something. You know that's what I mean? That's what I'm saying, and that's yeah. why I'm going to have your intervention next week on the show. <laughs> We're going to get uh, Fadul on and your right. producer, Mikey Moles, right, who's been on the show. We're going to, and maybe we go get Rob Ellis and D Gun, and we just have like an intervention. <laughs> 
Hold on. Look, Xander just hit. It's coming, Brooksy. <laughs> Is that what he said? It's coming. <laughs> I think that can we have that many people on the screen at once? Like, what's the maximum, Xander? that we can have on at once. Is there a limit? I'm sure there is some sort of limit here. A 12. Uh, 12. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. We got to fill it up. <laughs> you know what? It's funny, man, because I was on a show with, um, I was on a show on Sunday <laughs> with Amy. Mm-hmm. And Amy, she looked at me, she said, you didn't check your emails, didn't you? I said, no, you know what? Let me show you. So I tried to bring my phone over to show her my, uh, my emails. She gets so much anxiety, man, when I show her my emails because she has to check every single email. She has anxiety when she sees. She just goes in and starts reading my emails. I'm like, wow, Why? what is wrong? With you? you don't have to check every email. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right, right, I mean, right. Couldn't be me because I, I haven't. I think I haven't checked my work email in. Wow, wow. Since the last time she told me to, the last time she was on the show. That's amazing. Yeah, that was the last time. Yeah. I mean, I usually send it to my my personal email. You know, if they really, mm-hmm. really want me or something like that, but they right. never do. Or they'll just call. They just know to call me, and they know it's not personal. It's not personal. No, no, no. <laughs> Nor is this. No, no. Nor is this. I mean, it's, it's just an intervention. We got to thank the dog this morning and the boss lady for waking you up at nine, right. whatever it was. They definitely did. Then I had to babysit them. But then, uh, you know, then it was once she, once she heard her mom walk in, she starts going crazy, jumping around. So I had to grab right. her, and put her on the ground, and let her go. You know, <laughs> now, now, do you set for a wake up call in these hotels when you're away doing these games? I said, I said on my phone, I said three alarms mm-hmm. on my phone. When I first, when I'm supposed to wake up, like I got to be somewhere at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. I'll set a seven o'clock, seven fifteen, seven thirty alarm. Mm-hmm. That way, I never get past the first alarm, but just in case, I make sure I have two more. You know, and then at that third one is telling me I need to get out and go wherever I need to go. Right. So, you know, I I mean, the other thing you got to make sure if you're doing it on your phone, that your phone is connected to the charger so it doesn't run out of juice during the night. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But look, you know, it's crazy because um, it's funny. I just looked at my email and and the producer for 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 tomorrow's game, um, Scott Ferreira. Mm -hmm. Hey, Barrett, just check to see if you're good for tomorrow. I (laughs) I told Sean we'd meet tomorrow morning. Okay. Let me know if everything's okay. All right. Now, what time (laughs) is that going to be? Because that's uh, mountain time. Right. So I think it's like eight o'clock in the morning, which I'm going to tell them, why do we have to meet at eight o'clock in the morning when the game's at nine o'clock at night? Right. But, you know, I'll, I will see. So it'll be it'll so be, seven be 10 o'clock. o'clock. That'd be 10 o'clock here. Yeah. 10 o'clock. No, o'clock. no, no. It's, it, I'm talking about it's eight o'clock here in the so, morning. Oh, eight o'clock here in the morning. Yeah. So eight, that's well, six o'clock out there. Yeah. So I'm like, why? What? I don't understand that. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't understand that. So we got to talk about that. We got to discuss this. Wow. Yeah, so because our show out there starts at 9 a.m. Yep. Right. Mountain time. Just to I make can't sure. do it. Can't right. do it. No, nope, can't do it. Can't do it with them. Can't win with them. <laughs> all right. I'm taking the Cowboys tonight. Big. Oh, I'm, I'm I, now that I know all that information, mm-hmm. you know, thanks to Angry Al for uh, <laughs> making, you know, make me aware of that. He won't be that angry tomorrow morning after. No, this he game. won't. He'll be happy, yeah. you know. You know, (laughs) I can't wait, man, because if they lose, man, I mean, like we saw, you know, not Shannon Sharp, but uh, yeah, Shannon Sharp, them hot L's, man, that that gets me going all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, them hot L's, you know, them losses for Dallas. Everybody loves to hate Dallas. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody loves to hate Dallas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's all right, what bro. Make, it's what makes following this game even more fun. You no know? question. No so. question, man. No all question. right, we'll have a safe trip. Uh, Appreciate and it. We'll talk at you tomorrow morning, everybody else. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, smash the like button, tell a friend, and we'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget Cilio today at 4. We'll be back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 